Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt. I'm your host. Hey, today we're talking about uh, suffering buffet. <laughs> so life includes suffering, doesn't it? That's a, that's a part of the human experience, the human condition. Uh, death, loss, grief, stress. You know, one of the things that, that I find uh, as I'm kind of, you know, developing myself and plugging into a lot of uh, mentors and teachers and things like that, uh, you know, when you talk to people who are in the spiritual realm and they're talking about abundance and manifestation, uh, I, I find that there's two groups of people. The one group of people says you can have anything in life and if you have any sort of negative aspect to your life, then you are not an enlightened individual. Okay. I don't necessarily subscribe to that uh, because we're here to have a human existence, right? And part of being human is, you know, in, enduring some hard stuff, right? And I, I love it. Um, last night I was watching uh, the movie Goodwill Hunting again. It's one that I, I come back to regularly. Uh, and in, you know, I'm sure I'm going to mess up the quote, but basically Robin Williams, this character, uh, was saying, you know, that we go through the hard times so we can, uh, you know, be uh, more acquainted with the good times and appreciate those. Right. So the second group of people within this, uh, abundance manifestation kind of, uh, field, are the people who say, absolutely, you can have whatever you want. And so when something happens, so for example, if you lose a loved one, right, uh, you get to decide what's your relationship with grief, kind of like what we talked about yesterday. Uh, if you lose your job, right, or you lose some part of your health, you get to decide what do you want to do about that? Right? What's your new relationship going to be? So for example, if you know, um, you know, a, a friend of mine was just recently diagnosed with diabetes. Um, you know, it's type one, uh, and, and it's come very late in life, which is very abnormal. And so she's like, what am I going to do? And I said, what do you want to do? You know, this is an opportunity for you really to put your health forefront for a while and figure out how do you want to live your life, right? So it's looking at our problems, issues, and challenges, not as something to be ignored, but something to be kind of, you walk into it with power and choice and control and say, what do I want instead? Okay. That allows you to have all of those abundant things. So some people, uh, you know, as they go throughout life, they seem to not have a lot of suffering. Uh, I have a dear friend, uh, a few years ago, I was talking to her and, and telling her kind of what was happening in my life. And, and she looked at me and she's about 30 years older than I am. And she said, gosh, Michelle, you have been through so much in your life. And I said, yeah, you know, that's, that's just kind of life. Life is an adventure, you know? And she said, oh my gosh, I haven't had any of those problems. She hasn't had really any problems. Now, the thing is that, you know, again, that suffering and hardship is part of the human condition and you're going to have it at some point, right? So she's going to have it. It's just going to come later in life, which in my opinion, I think is a little bit harder, but we'll see. 
Some people front load suffering into their life, right? So for example, myself, I've had a lot of, you know, these, these uh, challenges, let's say. Uh, life is a very grand adventure for me. Uh, and I'm, I'm happy to say that I've learned a lot. And now, not to say that I don't have any sadness, but the suffering uh, really is not a part of my life anymore. I still have hardships and challenges and stressors. Absolutely. I just have a lot more tools to take care of those now. Okay. And some people, they spread out their, their, um, you know, challenges throughout life. But why do we have to, you know, do this quote unquote suffering? Why is that even a thing? Well, we are spiritual beings here in a human existence, right? And we have to taste and feel and know the suffering buffet of life so that we can get to a place of surrender. Okay. So I, I love this idea. I was thinking about this the other day, just, you know, there are many types of suffering, right? You, you've got your, your main food groups, if you will. Uh, but the, the experiences or the manifestations of them or the forms are many, right? So the, the death of a loved one, right? The death of a grandparent, versus a parent, versus a sibling, versus a child are very different. And then you add in this, this uh, other, I guess, component of it is that, you know, your particular relationship with each one of those is going to be different. So for example, uh, I had a friend the other day who, who said, Hey, Michelle, you know, my, my father died and, and I didn't know anything about her and her relationship with her father. Apparently she'd only met him once in her lifetime. He really wasn't a part of her life. And so she was just talking about him and, you know, it affected her, but she kind of got over that, if you would, very quickly versus, you know, a, another friend of mine who saw her dad every single day of her life. That was different right? So the, the, the items on the buffet of life that cause these challenges, issues, and sufferings are many. And we've got to taste and feel and know those so that we can get to a place of surrender, right? That's really what we're being invited to do. And when we get to a place of surrender and say, all right, I can't do this, right? we come upon a universal truth of remembering that we are a spiritual being. Okay. Death really is just the loss of a physical body, right? Your, your spirit, your energy is going to be the same. It was the same before you came here. It will be the same after we are eternal. Okay. Loss uh, is often the best thing for growth. I can't tell you how many of my clients have had a loss of a job um, or a loss of, um, maybe a loss of hope that their boss was ever going to get better. Right. And so that was the thing that pushed them into their next thing. You know, grief, we we've talked about this, but grief has a lot of lessons for us. Uh, and, and if we listen to that, it, we can remember our true essence and I'm going to say this, it's going to sound a little weird when I say it, but stress is just in our heads, right? Now we have all kinds of stressors, right? But as we're going through and, and processing the, the stressors and the suffering and the challenges of life, 
we can get to a place where we realize, oh, okay, this thing that's happening is, is happening. That's not in my head. But how I'm going to navigate or negotiate this thing is completely up to me. So years ago, when the doctors told me I would never walk, talk, or think properly again after my stroke, I just decided I wasn't going to think like that. And so my life has been completely different because I decided, even though, uh, you know, my choice didn't take the plate of suffering of having a stroke off, off my, my plate there, it didn't take it off. Right. But I got to choose how was I going to experience that? Now, I also used to uh, kind of devour the suffering buffet, right? Uh, I, I used to think that uh, I deserved to suffer. Um, I had a lot of, you know, early childhood beliefs instilled in me that were around shame and guilt that, that caused a lot of suffering. Uh, I, I also had a very low value on myself because of that. Um, and I, I've since, you know, really worked on a lot of self-image stuff. Psych K has been a beautiful tool for me to, to change some of those beliefs. Um, my mom used to always say, you know, you need to be careful because you come from the shallow end of the gene pool. <laughs> okay. Maybe not the nicest thing to say to your children. Right. But I would always think about that and it would relate to my health and my energy level. And I go, oh yeah, you know, here you go. I can't do anything about it because this is just reality. When in essence, I can do something about this. Okay. Now, because I've had a lot of growth, I, I can learn. Guess what? Guess what? Listen, I can learn without suffering. I can I can step into my power and my choice and I can, you know, learn how to stop eating at the suffering buffet. Um, I can go to a different restaurant and say, all right, these are still experiences that I'm going to listen. People in my life are going to die. I'm going to have losses just like you. I'm going to have stressors just like you, right? But I don't have to eat off the suffering buffet. I can step into my power and choice and change my reality. So as spiritual beings, we came here to learn what it's like to have this human sensory experience, right? But it's supposed to be a playful learning opportunity, like a grand experiment. But somewhere along the line, we forgot that we have power and we turned this life into something very serious, right? We, we created, and I say we, the, we as humans across time created these illusions of separation, right? That we're somehow separate from our highest power, however you label that, or separate from the universe, or we're separate from nature. You know, look at what we do to separate ourselves from nature. We build houses, we build buildings, we, we, we build cars. We have all of these different ways of being separate from nature, right? We, we created these illusions that we're separate from each other when we're not, right? And then we've become attached to things and people and toys and status and ego, right? And those attachments really cause us a lot of suffering because, you know, if you become attached to your job and you identify yourself with your job 
and then you get fired, then what? If you are so attached to your home and then God forbid it, it, it burns down, then what? Right? If you're so attached to this idea of, you know, being the perfect parent, I've got a friend who's going through this right now and, and, and she's got twins and they just, you know, they're turning into teenagers and she's like, I've been the perfect parent up until now. And I said, guess what? You know, the universe is giving you this opportunity to realize actually you weren't the only perfect parent are those who don't have children yet. <laughs> okay. Um, and so if you're attached to that idea, the universe is going to give you an opportunity to release that attachment. Okay. We can be attached to this idea of, I, I have to survive instead of thrive. Right. And when we are attached to all those things, enter into your drama story, the suffering buffet. And it's not because, I mean, part, partly, yeah, definitely because of the way that you're thinking about it. But again, it's an opportunity. It's life showing up for you saying, hey, do you want to learn something? Okay. So here's the thing. The dishes that are served on this buffet don't have to bring you suffering. I'm going to give you a couple, a couple examples. And I know we're going a little bit long, but I really want to kind of hammer this home with you. So almost a year ago, as I'm recording this about 10 months ago, um, I, I think I've shared this on the, the podcast. Um, I went through a miscarriage. Um, it was uh, pretty significant for me. Um, I'll be honest that that was the fifth miscarriage. So it, I'm not, um, unfamiliar with the process. I found myself, uh, spiritually and emotionally very with it, able to handle it. Uh, I would say physically it was very tough on me. And as I went through that, I realized that there was a big difference between that experience and the other four. Um, they all had their own kind of experience, but for this one, I realized I was definitely sad, but I wasn't suffering. I definitely went through the grief process, but it didn't completely tear me apart. Okay. Here's another example. Um, uh, uh, several clients have lost their job here in the last year because of COVID situations, right? And each one of them have been able to build something new. Some of them have built a, a business and are on their way towards success with that. Some of them have built a ministry or a nonprofit organization because it was what their heart really wanted to do anyway. They just never stopped their job to do it. So even in the midst of that loss, they're, they're making something even better for themselves and others. Okay. Um, how about you know, the loss of a loved one, it can cause you to become even closer to that loved one. Uh, listen to the podcast from yesterday. I'm not going to go much more into that, but if you're open to the idea, sometimes you're, you can have an even closer relationship to your lost loved one than you ever did when you were in person. Or just consider, you know, normal daily stressors. It's really the opportunity for you to pause and come back to that, that, that kind of center, right? Regulating 
So you want to, you want to get to a place of regulation. So realize I'm in stress. Okay. What am I going to do to come back to center? Am I going to practice breathing, meditation, go take a nap, go out into nature? What do I need to regulate? Right. And then it's an opportunity that you can, uh, relate. So maybe you can reach out to a friend and say, I'm having a rough time. Can you help me? So now you're, you're, you're connecting with another person, uh, reason that's the next level after that. So once you're regulated, you've made a connection. Now you can think about, okay, what in the world is causing me all this stress and what do I want to do about it to prevent my stress, right? So you're actually using those stressors to make your life better to grow, right? We aren't meant to live here without problems, issues, or challenges. We just don't have to suffer. So choose, right? How do you want to handle this problem, issue, or challenge? Uh, some people, they come to me and they haven't got to, got that belief inside them yet that, uh, you know, problems, issues, and challenges are every single day. If you start with that assumption, it's easier to move forward. If you think you shouldn't have any problems, you're always going to suffer. Okay. So a problem is going to come. How do you want to choose to handle that? And you can always ask the question, what do you want instead? This problem is here. This issue is here. This challenge is here. What do you want instead? Now, I highly suggest that you don't uh, immediately go to, I don't want this, right? So let's say, you know, you, you, you do have a loss of a loved one or a job or a way of being, right? And, and you ask the question, what do I want instead? Well, I want that old thing. Well, you're, you're doing a new thing. You're going into the future. So in your new reality, what would you like instead? So, you know, let's say, God forbid, your parent dies and you say, I want them back. Okay, I understand that. That's not going to happen, right? In going into your new reality, what would you like instead? How do you want to go through that grief process? How do you want to connect with your loved one, right? And then choose one thing to do it. You're going about your day, you know, today is uh, we're releasing this on a Monday. You know, a lot of people have a, a hard time with Mondays in their schedule. All right. How do you want to handle your Monday? Right. You get to decide. So you don't have to eat off of the suffering buffet. We're still going to have those issues in life, but you get to choose not to suffer. Right. All right. Thank you so much for joining us and for listening today. Again, I know this was a long one. I just really felt called to, to share this with you today. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.